anything is something. Doing any little bit adds up. So there's always a way to figure it out. And that's what I'll say about that. So what I want to share next is talking about how to fit self-care into a busy schedule. I want to give you some tips that you can really take, like whatever it is that I'm saying, whether it's days when you want to go out and get a massage, your hair done, your nails done, time for you to build in your business, and you're like, I just can't find the time to do it or go work out. These are actual tips that you can take and implement right away. So I want to get into these tips to share with you. And I have eight tips. So we're going to just dive right in. So number one, looking to become more productive, make more money, or simply figure out how to juggle all the demands of being a productive working mom. Hi, my name is Sandy Glant. I'm a wife, mama, business owner, best-selling author, and TV host. I got sick and tired of being stressed out and overwhelmed trying to balance the demands of life. But rather than staying stuck and overwhelmed, I created a system that allows me to do it all and have some time to spare. I'm obsessed with helping women just like you develop the tools, systems, and strategies to get more done in less time. And I share it all with you on the Slay Your Day podcast. In every episode, we'll uncover the strategies and tools to maximize your time, effort, and energy so you can make every day of your life extraordinary. Are you ready to slay your day? Let's dive in. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Slay Your Day podcast. I am your host, Sandy Glant. I am a high-performance productivity coach, wife, mother, and just here to serve you. And today I want to dive into a topic that I think is so important to talk about and so needed, and that is about how to fit self-care into a busy schedule. Now, if you're anything like me, you're running a business and a home and everyone else's schedules and your own schedule. So how do we fit self-care into this busy schedule? Well, I want to share with you a few things. And first thing that I want to share with you is what are the benefits of self-care, especially as an entrepreneur? Maybe you're also a mom and a wife and it doesn't matter what hats you wear or how many you wear, but the benefits of self-care are so important. And I just want to touch on this for a moment. I know just personally for me, doing the self-care, and when I talk about self-care, I'm talking about my workouts in the morning. I'm talking about getting enough sleep at night. I'm talking about fueling my body with the right food and enough water. Like, you know, those are just like bare necessities of self-care. And then there's another layer to that, which would be like getting your hair done as, you know, a woman, of course, and your nails and massages and even having a hot cup of coffee like in the mornings, I consider that self-care because it's something that I enjoy and it's something that is just that little blissful moment for me that I really do not take for granted anymore. But Benefits of self-care, especially if you are a working mom and again, just wearing all these different hats, is that the biggest thing that I noticed is like when I get my self-care in, I become 
a better version of myself. So I become a better wife. I become a better mom. I become better for everybody around me because my cup is full. And I know you've all heard the saying before, you can't pour from an empty cup, but it's so true, right? Like when you take care of yourself, your mental health improves, your energy improves, your confidence, your relationships, your physical health, and your productivity. You get improved productivity from self-care, right? So like self-care helps you to more effectively manage your time, your responsibilities, like just the fact of having eight hours of sleep a night, like you're not walking around like dazed and confused. And I know that there's also probably a bunch of you listening that are in like those newborn stages of, you know, your baby being born. And I just remember those days and, you know, my youngest is two. So like it is very close to where I am now. And now it's not breastfeeding at night, but now it is, you know, I had a nightmare and I can't sleep or there's so many different levels to this. Cause when you get past the you know, sleeping through the night stage, then they go through like the nightmare stage and they go through the growing pain stage. And then like, there's just like always something. It's not to say that like, you're never going to sleep again, because I definitely need my sleep. I'm not one of those women that like, number one, doesn't get sleep. And number two, doesn't like highly, 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 highly prioritize my sleep. I have an, I wear an aura ring at night and I'm not getting paid to say this, but I got my husband one for Christmas. Um, I've had one for probably over a year. So I love to track like the stats on my sleep, but I really prioritize that. I really prioritize because I'm operating at such high levels, making sure I'm getting at least eight hours of sleep a night. The other thing too, and like this is something that I think since I've had, since I've had Jake, so for about five years, um, I haven't really like gone crazy with this, but it's drinking. Like I have maybe like a night or two here where like Jared and I will have a date night and I might have a cocktail, but like I do not really, I mean, I don't want to say not at all, but it's very, very minimal any alcohol that I consume because even with one glass of wine or a cocktail or some champagne, like I will feel it. My body feels it and I cannot operate at the levels that I need to on a day-to-day basis. So I really have not a hundred percent stopped drinking, but I have really just been aware of how it affects my body. And even going back to that aura ring I wear at night, it will tell me, like I'll go from, let's say a 90% sleep score And if I have one cocktail, I'm automatically down to like an 80 or like a 78, you know, because it just, it's processing in your body differently. So I know, and we all know that there's so many benefits of self-care again, like the mental health, the physical health, the increased energy levels. But what I wanted to do, and I thought would be really cool today would be to share with you how I personally fit self-care into my busy schedule. And then also share with you how to create space. Like how do I create this space in my life for self-care when I do have a busy schedule, when I'm running a business, when I have kids, when I travel, like when I have all these things going on. So I want to share with you how I do this, how I fit it in. And then I'm going to share with you just some tips and some pointers on how you can create this space for fitting self-care into your own busy schedule. So I'll share with you personally how I do this in my own life. And one of the biggest things, and if you have my book, Slay Your Day, then you know I talk about this. 
And it is probably my number one tip, which is plan your day the night before, know exactly what you're getting into the next day, know exactly how your day is starting. So for me, I always work out in the morning. So I get up at five o'clock, I'm working out by 5.30 and I have a good hour, maybe hour and 15 minutes before I have to do anything for anybody else. My self-care looks like about an hour of working out. So I typically do anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes of strength training. I'd like to now incorporate a little bit of cardio into that. So anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. And then I do um, a 10 minute stretch in there as well. So again, give or take, you know, 20 minutes of biking or walking, another 30 or 40 minutes of weight training, and then 10 minutes of stretching. And that is my 60 plus minutes of my workout in the morning right out of the gate. That's the first thing that I do. So right after my workout, before I get plugged into like making the kids breakfast and getting the day started, I also do breath work. So I have a couple different apps on my phone. Um, I think, and I'll pull it up now for you guys, but I have one that's called like iBreathe. I have a Wim Hof method one, and I just open up my iBreathe and I do like, and it's quick, it's under five minutes, breath work where it's just breathing in and breathing out. And you go through that exercise for about five minutes and it's a guided like uh, breath work. And it just is the most incredible way to get as pure, just oxygen into your body. And that gives me so much energy. Like first thing in the morning, this is before I have any coffee, this is before, you know, any, any extra stimulants are put into my life. I mean, I only really do coffee. And then I have another drink that has some fat burning ketones in it. So that also gives me energy as well. Those are it. Those are the only two things that I use, you know, just to amp up some extra, you know, caffeine in my life where I need it. And that's only twice a day. So once in the morning, I have my coffee. And then once um, in the afternoon, I drink those those ketones because that gives an added boost of energy. But what I will say is like, that is 99.9% .9 how I start my day. Wake up and I get right to my workout. Like there's nothing else that happens before that. So I wake up, I do my workout, and I do my breath work. If there's any additional time in there in the mornings, I will journal. So like I'll write down what I'm focusing on for that day or the goals that I'm working on. I always do it, but it's typically before I end my day for the next day. So what I mentioned earlier was plan your day the night before. That's when I'm doing the journaling. That's when I'm writing things down. That's when I'm planning out like, where am I going? What am I focusing on? What goals am I working towards? That is also a form of self-care. Like you have to know where you're going and what you're building and what you're doing in order to create it. Like if we are not mapping it out, how do we expect to ever create that? So that's a powerful exercise to be able to work through even before you start your day. So after I go through and I do my workout and then I get, you know, the kids ready and I go through all my day, what I like to do in between work mode and mom mode, because I shut my day down about three o'clock every day, is I like to do a stretch or another breath work. And I do that in between. So when I segue in between work mode and I'm with clients or I'm making content or doing emails or whatever it is that I'm doing like for my work day, when I transition, I love to do a quick, and it can be two minutes, but just a quick two minute breath work where I get to just center myself and then get ready to go into mom mode. Because if you have kids, you know 
They are full on with energy all day long and they don't stop until their heads hit the pillow and they're out for the day. At least that's how my boys are. So I just recenter myself and I always just go back to like, I'm so grateful. Like gratitude is probably the North Star of how I conduct my life and um, really like what is the center of my focus every day. And I'm so much in gratitude every single day that, you know, when I wake up, I am grateful that I woke up that morning. I'm so grateful for my health and my family, where I live, all the opportunities that I have. Like I'm very, very present and aware of how much gratitude that I'm in because it's something that I don't take for granted. So that is also a huge part of self-care is like finding those moments where you can be in gratitude. And I find for me, because I grew up in Pennsylvania, I'm not from Florida, I find moments in gratitude where I could just be driving down the street or like walking the kids in the neighborhood. And I look up and I see a palm tree and I'm like, like it's peace for me. It's gratitude for me because I'm exactly where I want to be. Like I'm creating the life that I want to live. But when I look up and I see palm trees because I didn't have palm trees in Pennsylvania, it's just that moment for me of like, yes, like I'm in so much gratitude right now. So I would say if you don't have a gratitude practice built into your self-care, it's something that will completely change your life. Whether it's two minutes a day or you do it for longer, it's something that for me has completely transformed the way that I I manifest into my life and just create on more abundance that I have in my life. So that's the little switch between work mode and mom mode. And then towards the end of my day, I always, and of course it's chaos, like we've got to do bath time and, you know, and dinner time and, and all of that. But at the end of the day, I love to do prayers with my kids. So um, the end of the day, we always just talk about again, back to what we're grateful for and really just focus in on like, what was the high of the day? Like, what were we excited about for today? What are we excited to create? And this is also, you know, self-care for yourself to reflect on and then create if you have a family to help create those really positive, just thought processes before the day ends. Like, I think that's really important, like, you know, to, to create, like, what are we grateful for? What are we looking forward to, you know, individually and as a family. So that's just like the day-to-day, how I really incorporate self-care into my world. Of course, like I always, I eat super clean. Like I love my sweets. If you know me, you know, like I really never give up a dessert. (laughs) I am more so go for the dessert and have a bite or two, but I never deprive myself of not having like a sweet or, you know, just like something, some like a piece of dark chocolate or a piece of a cookie or cake or something. Like I'm, I'm so not for like yourself. So for me, like I have gotten into the habit of if I'm going to indulge in something, cakes, cookies, alcohol, whatever it is, like I'm very, very good at like one and done. Like I can have one bite, enjoy and be done. Or I can have a cookie or a bite of a cookie and then enjoy and be done. Like I don't need the whole thing. And I just need that little, you know, scoop, whatever it is. Um, for me to be satisfied and just enjoy that. So I really, I feel like that's also really good when it comes to, you know, setting boundaries for yourself because it's okay to have one thing or, or a little bit of something, but when you start to go overboard, then it becomes, okay, how do I reel this in? How do I, and then you get into this really like negative self-talk and self-doubt. So again, like for me, self-care comes in the form of like, if my body is craving something or wanting something, I don't deprive it of that. I just don't go overboard and I enjoy what it is that I have. Another thing is drinking my water. Oh my gosh, you guys, I have been horrible 
horrible, horrible at drinking water my entire life. The only time that I really was ever good at drinking water or was just like very much on top of it is when I was pregnant. So both of my pregnancies, I was very aware of like how much water I was drinking. And, you know, obviously for the baby, there's so many health benefits. So I was very much on top of it then. I would take like different fruits or like cucumbers and mint and just like make these really fun like water mixes um, to just like, you know, just flavor up the water. I still am not great at it to this day. So that's something I still need to work on and improve. But it's something that I'm always like intentional about making sure I have water around me so I can stay hydrated and just like always have that water bottle uh, nearby. So that's again in like the day-to-day, like drinking the water, making good healthy choices. I don't eat dairy. So I don't do cheeses, any yogurts, any ice cream. Um, If I do do any of that, then it's dairy-free, like a dairy-free yogurt. I like coconuts, anything like coconut yogurts or creamers, things like that in my coffee. And I also don't eat red meat. So I haven't ate red meat for, gosh, probably nine years. So I stay away from red meats. I eat chicken. I eat fish. I eat turkey, but I don't, and I eat seafood, but I don't eat any red meat because I know it's harder for the body to process. So I just stay away from that. I do eat high protein and I feel like that just seems to keep me fuller longer. You know, I have some days when I'm not necessarily eating lunch because I'm going from, you know, work call to work call or going to pick up Jake from school. So I love, like I live by, swear by my smoothies. So like I'll make smoothies with organ protein powder in it. Same thing when I work out in the mornings, I have my water bottle and I have my protein shake. That is like such a game changer and lifesaver because I get my protein in in those places. And then, you know, additional self-care that I am obsessed with and I love. And I think that nobody should ever feel like they have to earn their self-care. I feel like we all are just like doing the best and operating on, on, you know, these high level cylinders that we do from day to day, whether it's running the house or the business or whatever area that you need to show up in. I love myself a good massage. Like I used to do them weekly, but I think now it's more so like monthly. Um, I I would love to say biweekly, but it's just not there right now. But I usually just have someone come to the house. I do a massage at the house because it's really hard for me to get out and actually go to a spa. (laughs) So we just do like the soothe or we have a couple people that we can call that are that do massage therapy down here in South Florida that we love that we just have them come to our house and do like a 90 minute massage at the house. Again, it's more like once a month now. Um, but in the past we were doing it a little bit more. So I love that. And then of course, just like the maintenance stuff, like hair, nails. I do, cause I know this is going to come up. I do do my like Botox. I do, um, just like my forehead between the brows. I don't go crazy with it. I've had a little bit of lip filler, but that's it. That is all I've done. Uh, I've done facials, but that's really it. I mean, for self-care, I I really look at it like, again, it's something that I prioritize with my sleep and the way that I eat and the way that I hydrate. Two other things that I think are like insanely massive to talk about because it's such a huge part of my self-care, but also my wellness journey is that through 10X Health, I have vitamins that I take every single day that literally optimize my health. So I went from, I remember when Gary Brecca, who is a co-founder of 10X Health, uh, when I after I had Jordan, who was my second baby, he said, are you ready for me to turn you into super mom? And I was like, I am ready, let's go. <laughs> At that point, I was like, you know, just coming off of breastfeeding. I breastfed for about six months. I was so exhausted. I was so tired. My energy levels were so low. 
you know, wasn't really sleeping at that time. And I got on these vitamins, still wasn't sleeping like the full eight hours a night because Jordy was still working through that. But my energy went up. Like I just, my body was getting the supplementation that it needed. And I have to thank 10X Health for that. So that was a huge component of um, my health and my self-care. And then also we do um, 10X Health IVs also probably once a month as well, probably about once a month. And those are just like such a great boost for me because I'm not great with my hydration um, for me to just get that additional, you know, boost of hydration. So I would say like if you have the opportunity to number one, get plugged into the 10X Health vitamins and number two, IVs, oh my gosh, that's such a game changer. So make sure that like if you have the ability to check those out in your area, that do that because that's definitely a big has been a big game changer for me. That is how I incorporate the self-care into my own life of what exactly I do. And again, like I know sometimes people will say, well, like, how do you get a massage if you don't have help, if you don't have, you know, daycare, or if you don't have a nanny or if your husband isn't there, like all of these things. And what I'll say is there's always a way to make things work. When I was competing in the Mrs. International pageant, one of the questions the judges asked me, she said, what is one word to describe yourself? And the word that I told her was resourceful. And I will tell you, being resourceful in life is the make or break. Being resourceful in life is the make or break of I figure things out or I let things happen to me. So if you want to go get that massage, if you want to get your nails on your hair done, build the business, like whatever it is you want in life, you have to know that being resourceful is the thing that allows that to happen. So if you're going to say to me, Sandy, like I can't do this because X, Y, Z, like what I'll say to you is there's always a way to figure things out. So I'm going to tell you what has worked for me. If my husband's not around or family members aren't around to help, because that is huge having that support system. If you don't have it, I have had times where I take like Jake's friends will come over. Like he'll have a friend, like brother, sister, or two brothers, whatever, come over, or maybe just one friend come over. We go out and we do a play date. Then we flip-flop and we exchange and that mom will take the boys out for their play date or, you know, their their day at the park or the movies or whatever. Like there's ways to make things happen when you want them to happen with anything in life. If you got to go out and get the nails done or your hair done. Jared and I were over at our country club the other day and there was a mom and she's pushing her kid in the stroller and she looked like she was struggling a little bit. But I, I turned to Jared and I said, good for her. Like she figured it out, right? Like if you don't have the help to go do a workout on your own, put your kid in the stroller and just go for a walk or a run. Like I can't even tell you how many times I've done this with Jake or Jordy, especially when they were really little and I didn't have help at the time. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put them on the back of the bike and go for a bike ride or I'll put them in the stroller and we're going to go for the walk or the run, right? Like anything is something. Doing any little bit adds up. So there's always a way to figure it out. And that's what I'll say about that. So what I want to share next is talking about how to fit self-care into a busy schedule. I want to give you some tips. I want to give you some tips that you can really take, like whatever it is that I'm saying, whether it's days when you want to go out and get a massage, your hair done, your nails done, time for you to build in your business, and you're like, I just can't find the time to do it or go work out. This is actual tips. These are actual tips that you can take and implement right away. So I want to get into these tips to share with you. And I have eight tips. So we're going to just dive right in. So number one, prioritize yourself. Make sure you take time out of every day to focus on yourself and journal on it. Write it down. I was able to prioritize myself 
here, wherever that was, in the morning for my workout, in the afternoon, like when was that time for you? So that's number one. Prioritize yourself. Write it down and make sure that you know that you are the priority. Number two, break it up. Work in small chunks, right? So like work on those small chunks of self-care throughout the day. It doesn't have to be like I do now where it's an hour all at one time. Maybe you can get the baby in the stroller for 20 minutes to go do a workout and you have 20 minutes to just get in a stroller or go, put the baby on the bike and go for a ride, right? Like don't feel like you have to do it all at once. So that's going to be a huge help, just breaking it up so you don't feel like you have to do it all at once. Number three, schedule it. So block out time in your calendar specifically for the self-care activity. Nails done from two to three o'clock or hair done. I'm going to go from, you know, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Like whatever that is for you. The the workouts, maybe you even write in, in your schedule, like I had to do for over a year, which was five minutes of breath work in between work and mom mode before it really became a habit for me. Okay, so that was really helpful, just scheduling it in. Number four, make it a routine. So develop a regular routine around self-care. All of those self-care activities, it's going to help you stick to it every single day if you develop a regular routine around it. So here's a great example. Every single morning I wake up, I go put on my gym clothes, and I take my vitamins. So it's an automatic response for me now. I just know when I put on my gym clothes, I go and I take those vitamins, right? It's like they're right there. I can't miss them. And I've done two things in one. I get my workout in and I take those vitamins. So just making it a part of a routine will help you develop the consistency. Number five, delegate. If you have a lot on your plate, don't be afraid to delegate tasks to others. Now look, when we're talking about self-care, maybe this is the exchange where you're like, okay, the neighbor or the friend or the family member helps to take the kids while you do your workout or while you get the massage or get your hair done or get your nails done, whatever it is, right? But delegation is a huge part, whether you're running a business or we're talking about self-care, because all of these things are going to help support you in getting done what you need to get done, right? So figure out where you need to delegate and what you need to delegate so everything doesn't fall on your plate and you can start to either outsource or delegate to other people to help support you with getting these tasks done. Okay, number six, make use of downtime. Use any downtime that you have to recharge and relax or plug into what you need to do. Making use of the downtime, I'll give you a great example of this. So for me in the mornings, I have about 10 to 15 minutes before Jake gets up for school and after I finish my workout and before I really have to get into like the hustle mode of the morning. So I use that time to go make myself a hot cup of coffee. Okay. The moms that are listening, you understand like a hot cup of coffee is like the most glorious thing when you don't have to heat it up a million times. I also have another hack for that <laughs> that I'll share. If you reach out to me, I'll share that hack with you about keeping your coffee hot. But making use of that downtime where you can go just make yourself that hot cup of coffee, journal, do your breath work, like just give yourself a moment, right? Like sometimes we just need a moment to like breathe. Okay, so that's okay. Knowing that you can use that downtime to just recharge is such a powerful tool. Okay, so don't feel like you're wasting time. Like, really know that you're using that downtime to just recharge so you can tackle the next thing that you need to get to. Okay, number seven, utilize technology. So, there are so many 
advantages of using technology. So there's so many helpful apps, online resources that make self-care easier. I want to share a couple of my favorites with you. So I mentioned already like the Wim Hof breathing, that's an amazing app. There's the iBreathe app, which is also great for your breath work. Also, you guys, for technology, I use everything for my Google Calendar to keep everything just like organized on there. Also, okay, so you've heard me talk about this before, like on a lot of my social media, anything that delivers to my house, like I am claiming that I am calling this as self-care. So Instacart, Amazon, any type of delivery service, like we have our delivery service, shout out to Sudsy's Delivery here in South Florida, that literally come to my home and pick up my dry cleaning, take it, and then bring it back when it's done. Same thing with Amazon. You guys know with Amazon, like I do my Whole Foods delivery through there, through Instacart. Like I plug in probably about twice a week between like Costco and Whole Foods and Publix, like, you know, because I have a couple different ones that I use. I utilize technology to take advantage of all of these online resources that not only make my life easier, but save me hours. Like, and when I talk about hours, I mean, every time I I plug into Instacart, it tells me how many hours I saved with them. I'm over 800 hours saved with Instacart. And again, this is not an ad. This is not a paid ad. It should be through Instacart. However, what I'll say is think about the time that it takes for you to like get in your car, drive to the grocery store, Go pick out all the things that you need. Go to the checkout counter, pack everything into your car, get back in your car, drive back home, unpack everything. The only thing you need to do with these delivery services is put it away. And I'm sure at some point they're going to have like some clause in there that says they'll even put it away for you. Maybe. We'll see what the future holds. But these are so helpful because we can literally use technology to save us time and make our lives easier. So whatever that is for you, like I said, I just named a few. I have many more in business that I'll do another episode on that you know, helps to keep my business and my team flowing and organized and just streamlined. So that is like under the self-care umbrella that I'll share. There's also water tracker ones, which are amazing. You know, I, the aura ring is what I use also for technology to track my sleep. I bought Jared a whoop for Christmas. So like that tracks his health and his activity levels. So all of this, you guys, is technology that you can use to benefit you and, what your goals are. So depending on what your goals are, just check in and you use which ones, you know, fit accordingly. Last tip about how to fit self-care into a busy schedule is, drum roll, set boundaries. Don't be afraid to say no to activities and people that don't serve your self-care. And when I say self-care, I also mean mental health because maybe there's just some things that don't contribute to your own mental health people, places, or things, or activities. So don't feel obligated to say yes to those things. Set boundaries. Say no. It is okay. It is more than okay to say no. No one has ever gotten penalized because they say no in protecting their own mental health, okay? And at the end of the day, it's like you need to look out for you. No one else is going to do that. So you need to find out where those boxes are for you that you say no to, right? So don't be afraid to say no to those activities or people that don't serve your self-care and figure out what that looks like. So those are my eight tips for you about how to fit self-care into a busy schedule. I'll just run down them one more time. I've already summarized them, but I'll run through them one more time. Prioritize yourself, break it up, schedule it, 
make it a routine, delegate, make use of downtime, utilize technology, and set boundaries. So those are my top eight that I wanted to share with you. You guys, this is so, so powerful. Please use these tools. Please implement this. If there's anything that I can support you with, I am here. The other thing that I wanted to mention is I have a completely free training for you guys. If you are looking in how to get more done, how to be more accomplished, and also how to move the ball forward every single day. It is called My Big Money Moves. And I'm sharing this with you today because it's completely free. All you have to do is go over to sandraglant.com forward slash big money. Your pop-up will be right there for you. You just put your name, your email, your phone number in, and it will send you automatically all of your free resources, your PDF, the video download on exactly what your big money moves are. I'm going to help you identify those and you are going to set yourself up for success in 2023. So I'm so glad that you're here with me today. I can't wait to chat with you on the next episode. Now go out and slay your day. Are you ready to join a group of high performance women who are committed to continuous growth, working smarter, not harder, and who know that it's important to invest in themselves so they get to show up in all the areas that mean the most to them? If you know you want it all, the business, babies, body, and bank, then look no further than the High Performance Accelerator Academy. This is where women who want more come together to learn the systems, strategy, and support to take their lives to the next level. You are surrounded by a community of women who are dedicated to their success, but know that burnout and overwhelm don't have to be a part of it. If you're ready to invest in the next level version of yourself, check out the High Performance Accelerator Academy at sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I'm going to give that link to you one more time. It's sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I can't wait to see you inside.